The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. And today we head to the Charlotte, North Carolina area to spotlight King David Christian Conservatory and the work they're doing in the lives of kids and their families. Thanks for being here. I'm Braxton Critcher, your host of Community Spotlight. And Salvatore and Barbara Messina started King David Christian Conservatory back in 1985. Guys, I appreciate you joining me today. Hey, tell me exactly, I guess take me back to 85, um, the year or two before, a year or two after. God kind of laid this on your heart. What was going on? Tell me the story of how you started King David Christian Conservatory. Okay, well, we were living in Yonkers, New York at the time, kind of young marrieds, and teaching in the secular studios at the time. And the closer our relationship with the Lord grew, the more he was drawing us to uh, ministry for him. And so we began what was called the King David Dance Ensemble, which was a touring evangelistic company. Um, And we would go mainly in the tri-state area, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, uh, those sorts of things. And then um, the following year, uh, I got pregnant and we did not want to raise our kids in the New York City area. So we moved to Charlotte and at that time continued teaching in the secular world. And again, continued to hear the Lord drawing us out as we saw the, the sexualization of children uh, in, the, in the secular world, mm-hmm. uh, began drawing us out. And in the 80s, Christian dance was really not so much a thing. Uh, we were kind of pioneers in, <laughs> in that area. Um, and in fact, even encountered, you know, we had a board of directors per se, you know, for the company, but encountered a little bit of opposition from our pastors, even sure. having seen what was in the world, right? You know, and not dance is a bad thing. Them. At that, exactly, it's, it's seen that way. Exactly. Yes, and so we saw opportunity to use our bodies the way the Bible said, uh, you know, as temples of the Holy Spirit, and so we were, as I said, we were working in the secular world and. You know, even members of the board were like, well, how are you going to do this? And you need so much money and you need this. And we were just stepping out on faith, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. God told us to, we're going to do it. And so we did. And uh, yeah. I can interject right here, yeah. Excuse me, where she said about, you know, God told you to, for anybody who's out there listening, you may have a desire and you know, the Lord is calling you to do something. You just need to really be prayed up. You need to know the voice of God. You need to step out in complete obedience. obedience. And no matter what opposition you face, you need to trust him. And if he said, do it, do it and continue to press forward. I want to go back just a little bit. When we were in New York City, um, we were dancers trying to pursue the career, you know, in the professional world. We wanted to be, I always wanted to be, quote, famous, you know, <laughs> in the dance world. But the Lord had a different, you know, you know, once I got saved, I got radically saved. The Lord, you know, changed our heart's desires of what success really, really meant mm. to us. And and I, the thing that always stuck out to me was if the world can have such success, you know, Broadway could be so big, you know, why can't, if, if, if God created music and God created the dance, why can't we reclaim 
you know, dance the arts back for Christ. Mm -hmm. That has always been our mission statement is reclaiming the arts back for Christ. So that's what kept us going. And so that was our goal. We were pioneers. And like yeah. Robert said, back in the 80s, this just was something that was not done. Yeah. And then at the church that we were at in Yonkers, I'll never forget when we we worked so hard, we were, things were moving forward. And we had this hour presentation we were going to put together. And we were renting a school building and the gymnasium had a stage in it. And I'll never forget, we set up for the concert and our pastor was like, well, we, he only had like a few chairs in there. I'm like, no, Pastor, we need to rent some chairs. We need to fill this auditorium. And he was His like, brother, brother, bro, you know, like nobody's going to be here. Other functions that just didn't go over very well. And I swear to you, this is the truth. And when we did the concert, the place was packed. It oh. was standing room. And I think it was a revelation for our pastor. Like, wow, because he was stepping out. Yeah, You know, and as a Sundays of God pastor, he was stepping out in faith, allowing us to do this. He was taking a big risk with his yeah. own board. You know, um, here were newbies in New York City, you know, with this crazy idea. And I don't even know how he actually felt about it, but I think his whole heart changed and realized mm -hmm. that this can, and it did. It brought glory to God. It touched people. We had a phenomenal altar call, you know, so he saw it was effective. And from that point on, it went on. Mm -hmm. And then like Barbara said, when we moved here, and she had the baby, we had to take a break, you know, and that's when we started working in the secular system. But that love was always in our heart. We saw the Lord never let that die, you know, and we were working in studios here and, you know, we were bringing the Christian aspect to the secular studios. But then eventually she said, we just had to break out. We had to break out. The Lord was saying, we never wanted to own a dance studio. That was not our dream. Not yeah. our goal. And then the Lord said, you got to break out and you need to train my children, you yeah. know, you need to train them. And so that's where it really birthed here. And then we changed the name to the King David Christian Conservatory, which is just an umbrella of King David Dance Company. Right, right. And Sal, speak a little more to that. Uh, you talked a little about just it being scary to step out in faith like that. But Extremely. not only were you doing something totally different, you were, right. like you said, pioneering something that had never really been, right. been done before. And I know that was scary. So if someone's listening and they're thinking about doing the same thing, what did it take for you to say, you know, God, we don't know the future, but we do right. trust you. Right. Well, you know, it's so funny because when we moved here, we moved here with the baby. We had no job. We had very little money. You know, we were, you were like Abraham. He just said, go. And we went mm -hmm. and we had no idea what was lying ahead of us. And so when we started the conservatory and we stepped out, I'll never forget. This is how this is how the enemy works. And sometimes people get it confused. Is that God telling me? Because we worked, both and I, my wife and I worked at about five different studios each. We had two children at the time. We were running ourselves ragged. Sounds and like I it. Would travel on weekends and do dance conventions still in the secular world and adjudicate competitions. So I was gone almost every weekend. So we were involved and then when we decided okay i'm going into full-time ministry when the lord called us we're going into full-time ministry what does that look like that meant stopping physically stopping all all of our work and just stepping out in complete faith and i'm telling you when we decided to do that it was scary because we have, would have no income coming in we had two children we just got a little house and it was frightening but the lord 
honored our faithfulness and he continued to provide. And when I, and when I stepped out, it's so funny, the door opened up even wider in the wow. secular world. I was getting opportunities. new opportunities. Yeah. I was getting more <laughs> jobs to go out of town and out. And it was like, my income would have doubled. And I was like, oh, how, how that just seemed like, is that That's God? Tough. Or is that the enemy, you know? And now hindsight, I know that it wasn't a word. You know, I know that was the enemy just trying to get me away from, because he knew the effectiveness of our ministry that was down the road. And he tried to stop us. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah. I would encourage anybody, you know, yeah, you got to take risks. You got to stand in faith, but you got to stand on his promises and his word that he will never leave me or forsake you. And it wasn't a piece of cake and it wasn't right. smooth sailing. We yeah. started very small, very, very small. We had maybe a handful of kids and we, we used a room in our church. And then from there, then we found a place in, in downtown Matthews you know, an old insurance building, you know, little room, 2,000 square feet. And then we went in there with faith and just, you know, asked everybody and their brother to come and help us renovate. And then we just renovated. And God just provided the people and the resources and the donations and the money. And because we're on a main drag, our numbers, like in just a couple years there, just grew, mm. you know, just, just grew. You yeah. know, and God just continued to take And then we were too big for that little teeny space. And then it, now it was time for us to move, you know, to the new location that we're in right now. But, right. You know, it, we ran into obstacles. I mean, sorry to take all this. No, that's okay. But the <laughs> obstacles that we ran into, like for instance, is just, you know, people in, in, in the name of Christ would come against us and say, I don't think what you're doing is right. Um, you know, you can't call it jazz dance, you know, because, that's you know and, that's that's of the sure. world you can't um you know people were just like not even accepting us a lot of churches didn't even accept us our dance company didn't even take us in because they didn't believe that dance was of god they bought, believed it was of the devil mm -hmm. and that was our whole mission was to change people's not only to proclaim the message of christ and to get people saved but it was also to change their mindsets to understand that look at no this is from God. Dancing is in the Bible. David danced like a fool. You know, Psalm 149 is our, is our theme. Praise his name in the dance. And so that was, so it was a twofold ministry to educate that dancing does belong. And, you know, we always told people, don't judge it until you watch it, until you see us. And, and, it, and, it and never then, we'd, then we'd hear, I, I never, never knew. I, could, I Until I saw it, I never yeah. Man. You know, when the Holy Ghost just comes down and there's tears and the anointing is there and people are filled and there's a sense of just like, I'm in God's presence. presence. Yeah. That's what happened at every single concert. That's what happens to our annual concerts every single year, you know, that we do and our dance company performances. It was the same thing. Yeah. Was, you have to witness it. Don't, you know, so I encourage anybody who has that drive and that love and that passion to do something, do it because... God will direct you. God will guide you, you know, and take you to that place. It sounds like a tremendous blessing knowing where you came from, all that you had to go through to get to where you are. You just you can see, like you said, the Holy Spirit working through all of it. It's amazing to hear. Yeah. And two, like, how do you incorporate, you know, Christ into dance to piano lessons, to everything else that you do at King David Christian Conservatory. Yeah, Barbara, share. How do you yeah. incorporate those things into all that you do? Well, we use Christian music, obviously, and then we 
uh, have a time of devotion with each and every group. So they're coming not only, you know, through the, the movement as we're instructing, we're, you know, we choreograph a lot to the lyrics of the songs. And so we'll stop and instruct, well, here's what God meant when, you know, and they could see the correlation of the movement with the music. Right. It's, you know, sometimes you'll watch dance and, and or Sal and I will watch and we'll say, what does that have to do with the song at all? <laughs> but when you actually see the song, the lyrics of the song come to life, then you begin to understand the message of the song. And so we try to do that. But again, as I said, we'll have a, a time of devotions in class and man of, you know, the kids will come in burden sometimes. Ms. Barb, can you pray? Mr. Sal, you know, here's here's what I need to talk about today. And they really dive into that part of the class. Yeah. Um, and it's a neat time of instruction, too, because we have people from all different denominations. Some may, you know, we welcome not only Christian people, we welcome everybody. And so some, you can see, don't, don't have that relationship with the Lord or their parents don't. We've had children who are Christians and parents who aren't Christians. And so then they're taking home what they learn into the home. And so it's it's been really, really neat. Yeah, Barbara and I become like parents to these kids. You know, sometimes there's things you just can't tell your parents. You yeah, know, and, right, and right. Share it with us, you know, and if it was anything that was really pressing and the parents needed to know them, we made sure. 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 But, you know, they felt confident in us and they could call on us to pray. And, you know, we, you know, Barbara and I have seen generation after generation after generation. We're not teaching children. Oh. our former students you know that kind of <laughs> that's <Yeah>. enlightening <laughs> you know but we have seen what god has done in the generations past that you know the kids past you know what they went through and to right. see them happily married with kids now or being very successful you know it's just so rewarding it really it's, so yeah, it's neat for them to hear another adult voice a lot of times they can receive from us what they we're saying the same thing as their parents yeah, but they're not receiving it. Not receptive. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're hearing it again. So, you know, it's kind of that. It takes a village to raise a child type thing. Yeah, Yeah. right, right. And tell me all that you do in the community. I understand I saw on your website that you also do some community-driven events and service. Sure. Gosh, we've done a number of things. We've done a lot of nursing home ministry just bring, you know, because that population is – lonely a lot of the time so right. we've gone into the nursing homes we've done street ministry um homeless shelters uh food ministries we went up to shelter rock a couple mm-hmm. of times which is more in the boone fosco area um okay people that are experiencing grief we've done concerts what was, like it, that. what was the name of the city in pennsylvania um, oh we took the kids on a couple of mission trips to kensington pennsylvania right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i've been there Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very criminally infested. And yeah, yeah, uh, worked, did street ministry there with kids. Um, That was, that was wonderful, wonderful experience for them to see. Yeah. Yeah. A wonderful thing for them to see. And, And you guys are doing a wonderful thing for the Charlotte area, those kids training them up in the way they should go and, and doing it while also having some fun dance, music, the things that you're passionate about. And if you're listening and you're passionate about those things and would love to learn more, find them online, kingdavidconservatory.com. They're on Facebook and Instagram too. As we highlight the Charlotte area and what King David Christian Conservatory is doing 
for their community. You can always listen to Community Spotlight each Sunday evening, 8.30 p.m., also online, thelightfm.org, or we'll send you a link to the most recent episode by texting the word SPOTLIGHT to 800-293-1069. Well, next week, we're going to spotlight Child Evangelism Fellowship in the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area as I talk with Lois Pemberton on Community Spotlight. We'll see you then. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.